What's up, everyone? First episode of the Thai One On Show. Right here with you. We had a lot of things happen recently. Um, first off, we got a little bit of a setup going here. I'm at the fourth fucking home I've lived at in a, probably in the past two months. Not really, probably like the third home. Something like that. Actually, it might be the fourth. But, uh,. Yeah, the hurricane really fucked things up, and I've been going through some things, but, um, you know, the time went on doesn't mean you always have to be happy and enjoying yourself all the time, right? Because you're getting drunk on life, but, uh, <sighs> so, uh, It's been hard to function, to be honest. I uh, recently broke up with my girlfriend. <sighs> and I uh, really loved, and still do, and will always. She always hold a place in my heart, but uh, we just weren't meshing. We just kept fighting and just things weren't working out. And uh, we've been having most of our relationship via distance. And we both have not done the best of jobs communicating. And, but, uh, you know, I guess all we could do is appreciate what we had, which we definitely had some great love for one another. And uh, she made me happy. She's done so much for me. and. You know, I, I don't really have many regrets besides, I wish I cherished the times that her and I had together more rather than focusing on the things that I had to do and focusing on things that I already currently have. I think I did my best in the relationship and, uh, you know, I think I could have done better, but I just think things weren't just coming together, but I have no anguish towards her. I still love her, and you know, she always holds a place in my heart. But you know, I had my flaws throughout the relationship. I was constantly not knowing what I'm doing, constantly very irritated due to job changes and just me not liking myself. And sometimes I would just take it out on her. And uh, you know, I wasn't always the best of boyfriends. That was. I was selfish. I wasn't always kind as I wanted to be. But you know, I tried my best to make her laugh. But I could have definitely just been better. I guess that maybe that is a regret. I wish I could have been better. I wish I never lied to her in the beginning of the relationship. Um, that I had an episode on, but I definitely learned I'm never going to be a liar in the beginning, or at any point in a relationship, ever. It's the first time I've ever done that, of lying, and, uh, you know. Okay. We'll get better. Um, I'm gonna be a better man. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have my shit together, my mental health, I'm gonna get my habits together. I, uh, you know, I'm currently setting up a very good plan 
consists of a hell of a lot of work, uh, things that I enjoy, and goals I'd like to accomplish with this podcast. With I'm gonna get a, I'm definitely gonna get a condo, either in Naples, Cape Coral, or uh, Fort Myers area. So that's exciting. I'm gonna get my own place. I'm gonna start building my foundation down here in Florida. Get my first condo. You know, keep this podcast progressing. Um, hopefully, find some friends. Um, after I'm done working for my current boss, find a good job, maybe another part-time job. Uh, I gotta make sure I can pay for that. That uh, that condo. It's not gonna be the cheapest thing, but um, I think it's gonna be a good investment for the long term. This might be rough um, out of the gate, but you know, we'll figure it out. I'll find my ways, and I guess my only worry through all this is just I don't I don't have many close people to me. I've uh, that's been one of my biggest character flaws of not allowing people in very easily, at least, especially men specifically, because I have a weird. Um, not opening up to men type of thing like a lot of guys do but um you know i've let some women in my i let some women in for sure and uh yeah but i I need to be more friendly i think i've been kind of an asshole to be honest no one why i don't really have friends i haven't been a good friend myself um no one wants to be friends with me because i'm not the person to be friends with but um i think it's definitely due to me, you know, always trying to do something for myself. You know, that thing might help people. But I'll always focus on my own goals rather than other people's. Focusing on what they care about. I just haven't done a very good job at doing that. Just truly haven't. And, uh, yeah, so I think I, I'm going to try to get in some maybe biking clubs. Try to, you know, continue just really going to the gym. I like to get into martial arts, but we'll see about money in regards to budgeting. But I can always still hit the bag at the gym. Um, but yeah, I think I might just try to join a biking club and do some cool biking. Because uh, I already have a bike injured off of fucking Sanibel. By the way, that has a new bridge on. How impressive is that? They put a new bridge on that thing fast. I can believe they just built a bridge on top of the broken bridge. So I'm not really sure. I haven't been over there, but um, shout out to the people who worked on that. It's pretty impressive. But so yeah, I'm gonna join that. Find a biking club. Um, and hopefully find some friends. Maybe you know at some point I'll hopefully let a girl into my life again. I gotta probably focus on meeting people first. Before <laughs> I gotta focus on letting people in, I gotta open myself self up to be able uh, to even say like, "Hi, like my name is Tyler Barker. What's your name?" And uh, you know, I'm gonna try to work on that skill, especially through work. Um, you know, being out there and outgoing and talking to people on the daily. You know, you get better at those things. And I've been so secluded from people. Once that happens for me, it makes everything so much harder to talk to you, to others, at least right away. So like the intro, so 
I'm not bad at talking to people. Um, like after the hello, like I've just had how to find commonality or at least places of interest, get to know them, and that whole thing. I don't mind doing, and I really enjoy it. I love it. But the initial hello, like physical in-person hello, rather than just the Instagram DM, I'm like hi, you know. Yeah, I just need to get better at doing that. So just trying. So, yeah, like even yesterday, um, there was this girl walking um, next to me at the gym. A very pretty girl, and I just wanted, you know, she seemed friendly and nice. She's just watching The Bachelorette, or The Bachelor, one of the two. And I just wanted to say, you know, hi, or like just to get to know someone at the gym. No intention of truly flirting or whatever. She just seemed like a very kind person. So... I just kept thinking as I'm walking next to her, she has one earbud in her right ear, I was to her left, and she had no earbud in the other ear. So I was like, okay, maybe she does want me to like talk to her, or at least, you know, say hi or whatever. Um, I just didn't know what to say. And I was thinking so much about it, rather than just saying like typical, hi, uh, my name's Tyler, like, uh, how long are you gonna walk? Like something as simple as that. Uh, my brain was thinking like okay like too in depth of like how do I find commonality I've never watched The Bachelor or The Bachelor and do I just ask her which one is it or is that too stupid um, maybe she doesn't even want to be talked to because what girl wants to be talked to at the gym even though I'm not trying to flirt with her at all but like I'm just trying to find a friend can you even do that at gym I don't know I don't know so all that was all that self-doubt was going through my head and um, I bet you if I just did a simple hello, it would have been fine. But then guess what happened? So she ended up getting off the treadmill, right? I think she went to go talk to one of her friends that was in the gym. I didn't really pay too much attention, but I just noticed she was talking to someone as I looked over to where she went. And, uh, and yeah, she ended up just going straight to going to squat um, or going to workout. I'm not sure exactly what workout she did, but... Uh, she left, I noticed that she just left her water bottle. So I was like, oh, I'll stop my walk. And I was, you know, this is a chance for me to go talk to her. So I grabbed the water bottle. And I walked it up to her. And she got very blushy, kind of shy. Um, probably because she was a little bothered. She just got done doing a set of, I forget what she was doing. She might have been squatting. No, I don't remember. I really don't. But... Yeah, she got shy. She took out her right earbud. In which that's what told me. I was like, oh, maybe she just has one earbud and she just wants to make sure, or she just wants to hear everything around her still uh, for safety reasons. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like, yeah, she didn't really want to be talked to. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, but yeah, I just gave her the water bottle and I was like, oh, and she's like, oh, thanks. And I was like, you're, you're welcome. And I just walked away. <laughs> I had the perfect opportunity to be like, oh, hi. Or like, you know, you're welcome. Like, uh, what's your name? What's your, what are you lifting? Or something like that. Just to find, you know, commonality and maybe even ask to lift with her or something like that. I was just absolutely too much of a boss. Really was. And I don't even know why I was so scared because like, it's not like I'm seeking anything besides just 
it's a human relationship of just commonality of just talking like I'm not trying to get anything but like I just felt scared I didn't know what to say but then what am I scared of because normally like what I used to do when I was in high school and stuff I, I always thought of the feeling of like you know not talking to a girl is always worse than talking to her it's always better I observed that very young but for some reason as I'm getting older I just get fucking scared especially guys just to go like say what's up bro my first brain is like thought is like that's stupid why would they ever want to fucking talk to you just be alone and be by yourself you don't really like to live with other people anyways and what are you even going to talk about so yeah i guess the initial self-doubt really gets in my head right now because i think my self-esteem is a little low and it has been for quite some time now um so yeah, I just need to get my my shit back, and uh, this relationship that didn't work out is fine. Her and I are gonna be friends, or at least attempt to be. We're now on bad terms, by all means. Um, at least I know things I want to get better. I need to be overall just a better man, more transparent, a better communicator. Never lie, never lie. Even if you think there's a good reason to, even a white lie. Being transparent to your girl. Or guy, whatever you're into. Non-binary tree, whatever. It's just very important. Even if it's, you know, going to irritate them. Because it's only going to help in the future. And then, uh, trying to adapt to each other. I think her and I were various bat heads. And we tried to adapt to each other of things that we didn't like. And, um, I'm not the easiest person to deal with. If my mom listened to this, she would definitely agree. I can be ornery. I really can. So that's something I need to get better at. Just being more adaptable to the other person and less selfish. Um, trying to think of lessons that I learned from the relationship. I mean, I probably have so many. I just go through. But, yeah, we're on the up. We have some goals in mind. Um, definitely scared for the condo, especially getting a freaking mortgage. Um be a grind because you know that that forces me to be in one spot at one time but for once in my life I I truly truly wanted I need to do that I need to start building a foundation somewhere and I don't mind building it in uh, Florida um, so hopefully the high housing prices are going down from this hurricane in this area I'm already looking at places so hopefully this progresses further and, uh, you know, I gotta get a new car. What are you drinking today? I got some kombucha. Uh, but, yeah, gotta get a car. Um, we'll see on that. My car was absolutely flooded for the hurricane. I don't think I ever really talked about it, but, yeah. The, the garage that the car was in, because it was left on the island, Sanibel Island. Like, uh, the, the first floor, like, at least went up to eight. Or like eight to twelve feet in the air of flooding water. So little Betsy, little Hyundai accent. <sighs> what the shit? Uh, we just never got it off the island, and there were ways to do it, but I'm not going to get into that. But that's fine. The family's going to help me get a car. Uh, so we just have to go through that, and I'm very thankful for them helping me out through this process. The people who I work with, and um. So we'll get that car, 
we'll start saving. I'm looking for another job. Look at how very diverse jobs. I actually think I got a I got an interview with who do I have an interview with? Um I'm not, I guess I, I'm not, just this company that sells hams. <laughs> we all know that one company that's very uh, infamous for selling hams during the holidays. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what it was for. I think it was just for customer service, but I got to look at that, uh, that email I got from them. Uh, but apparently they're going to be very adaptive to my schedule. I can only work from nine and two. So. It should be good. And, uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But, what else we got to talk about? Um, um, pretty much talked about all my flaws and things I want to get better at. Um, philosophical question for the day. Oh, what is love? Great question. Uh, I mean, to me, love. Um, it's... It's like you care for someone when you don't have to or you don't want to. Like you care for them when you don't feel like it. Like whenever you're tired or you just don't want to do what they want to do, but you do what they want to do. It's just like undevoted uh, affection for the other person, being them, being there for them, um, being there for them at all times, finding compromise, you know, complete confidence in one another that they'll be there for each other. Uh, and it's just doing that um, no matter what the circumstances. Uh, yeah, I definitely did. I still do, and always will love this girl. This love will definitely change. It will definitely look different. But, like a lot of girls have on my heart, there's always a place for it. Um, and it hurts. It's probably, it probably leads to a reason why it's hard for me to open up. For the fact that you know when I do, I open up so wide. <laughs> so she said. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> um, I open that that heart so wide, and uh, I'm such a child. Oh. And I just let them in, and I just uh, indulge in them. I get like a sense of like, I get obsessed. I definitely have gotten obsessed about women in the past. And I feel what they feel. 
I literally like engulfed on the cocktail too. That's what she said. <laughs> but I definitely just get, um, I have a hard time finding myself. Like I get lost in women. Like I do everything for them, but not for myself. But this past one's whenever I found the most conflict and I think it's due to, I was actually trying to not do that. It was something I was afraid of, but I wonder if me being afraid of that really affected me and how I acted. It made me more defensive, not allowing her in. Because we definitely had a hard time with um, dealing with one another, and every times were bad. And uh, I wonder if it was just led to me, just, yeah. Um, maybe I just thought that, yeah, maybe I thought. Yeah, I just don't want you in because I don't want to be hurt more because I thought things weren't meshing well. I don't know. This is interesting because I'm just talking this out loud on my own podcast. It's going to be on YouTube. That could be viewed by billions of people, but won't because this is the Taiwan on show and this is the first fucking episode, baby. But one day, maybe, I'm wearing that travel van and we're moving around talking to dope peeps. But as of now, we're doing this soliloquy all day long, baby. But that's what I think about love. And it's the best feeling ever. It really is. Uh, loving someone, you know, there's a sense of security in it, which is great. And I'm just a, I definitely have a guy that does the complete opposite of secure. I uh, I do everything not secure. Besides that, I'm secure myself in the sense that I always have a plan to some degree. Okay, maybe that's kind of a lie. Maybe not exactly a plan. I have some form of outline of things that I'm looking to do. But uh, I always know I'll figure it out. And um, I'm, I think this is just me and my life trying to simplify things in a very irritable way. Of me just going down the fucking East Coast from starting Midwest, Ohio, Baltimore, Maryland. Things didn't work out there. Business stuff didn't work out. Moved to Miami. Work there didn't work out with my one friend. Moved over to Sanibel, Southwest Florida. And things, yeah, are just going to progress. And, you know, I'm currently definitely I feel heartbroken and I feel kind of homesick. I definitely. I, wild to say I just want to see my mom and my, my dad and uh, I even thought about moving up north but there's the ego part of me that's like I'm giving up right and a lot of people say no Tyler you can't think of it that way you never give up until you die the only time you can ever give up is when you literally can't try but I just I have so much time to figure it out here and I could always just try here same thing about me going to Ohio I could always just try to get an apartment here and try to meet people here instead of going back to what I've already have tried and done and could do very well but um, you know it's, I guess it's just seeking what do I want and you know I'm always someone just to want to the, just try the attempt and you know it's hard to continuously throughout that process recognize yourself 
of what did I enjoy through this attempt so you know what to look for in the future. And I'm still free now. I know what type of lifestyle I like to live more. That's something I've recognized. I definitely like to live in more of a country solitude type area. And I definitely like North Carolina a lot. Oh, it's so vast. You know, you have the beautiful beaches, Outer Banks, right? You got, you got, uh, you got the mountains, you know? Um, you have pretty much everything in between besides the damn desert. So I don't think so. But I would definitely love to live there, and I know people there, and um, the organization I'm a part of called The Challenge to Conquer Cancer. I have some great friends that live there, and you know, I definitely miss them very much so. Uh, shout out Brian and Trisha. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see how things progress. I mean, what other things do I like, I guess? I mean, I love martial arts. I love freedom. I love working out. I love creating. And how do I like to create? I like, I can only create whenever there's some sense of peace and solitude. Places where I can think. I have a hard time thinking when chaos is constantly being loud. Not just occurring, because chaos is always occurring. It's just controlled chaos. But um, but I just want something of my own, a place where I can just be with no one around. Not like I don't want anyone around, but just a place where I can go and just create. And hopefully, you know, I can find a group of people who I can create with. And it's actually a dream of mine, you know, to be around creators, uh, whether or not they, you know, create, I don't know what they would create, you know, maybe they just think of ideas, whatever they create, but just be around the people who attract the ideas, the comfortability of doing dope shit all the time, all the time. So that's the types of people I want to find. I want to be around those peeps. I want to be in that area that allows me to do those activities I like to do, such as, you know, create, uh, work out, you know, lift, martial arts, potentially bow hunt, something I want to get into, golf, bro, I've been golfing recently, damn, oh, <laughs> should we go on a tangent to get off my depressive nature here, and go to the kind of a wild story, so, um, the family that I work for, I can describe too many details, but they're up in Ocala, and um, you know there's a golf course in this country club area that I have access to whenever I'm up there. So of course my bitch ass is like, I want my golfing phase. I was a baseball player. It's my time to shine. So because of this, you know I started to go to the range all the time because I've only played maybe four or five rounds of golf my entire life before I really started hitting the. What do you call it? Hitting the tees, the holes, whatever you call it. But uh, yeah, I just started going to the the range each day. Ironically, the first time I golfed there, uh, the father of the home took me out. Well, we both just agreed like, hey, we're just gonna go golf. 
We literally just started on one of the courses. And, uh, you know, I haven't had a fucking golf ball. But fuck, I don't know how long. And, uh, it's been forever. I don't even know how many years it's been, but I forget exactly what happened. I think I just fucking just divoted just straight to the left, just down to the ground. And, yeah, wasn't very good. But, um, you know, I tried. Definitely did. Uh, and, you know, I definitely didn't hit any balls very well that day. But I definitely, I can use a wedge very well. Or, yeah, wedge and iron. Pretty nice with that. I'm really good with the angles. Um, but my placement, I mean, I'm still, uh, what, what's wrong with my swing? For my, um, for driving, I think a lot of times, I mean, there's several little things. Um, gosh, how do I even get into I mean, most of the time I just slice it, like most baseball players, right? Uh, but the weirdest thing, I mean, it's usually something wrong with my hips, but I guess not usually. That sometimes happens, the inconsistency of my hips swaying on accident. Um, I guess you can have a little bit, but not much, I think. Uh, but whenever I hit the ball, right, the, uh, my, my hands, my little psoriasis-filled um, old ball sack guy-looking hands, um, so I hold the club like this. This right hand will sometimes just open like that, and the head of it will just pierce like that, and just open up and hit it to the right. So yeah, um, you know, whenever I played with the husband or the father of the family, definitely that happened a lot. Or I hit in the left. But then when I played, well, whenever I met these these old women, so this is the story I'm trying to get into. But I'm going on tangents because I'm not a very good storyteller. Uh, these lovely ladies. What, what were their names? I don't know their fucking names, but they're in their goddamn sixties. Once I with an L, like Linda, I think. And, uh, you know, one just kind of came up to me at the golf course or at the, at the, at the range and was just talking to me. We were having a laugh and then her one friend came by and they were just talking shit to each other and they seemed fun. And then she asked me if I would like to play with them. My first thought is like, oh, fuck no, I really don't want to play with a bunch of old women. Really dumb. But I was like, oh, why not? I need to open up. They're very kind and sweet. What's wrong with that? So we go on a blistering, what was it, a Sunday? We fucking did like, I don't even know about like how many holes, like 20 holes. Something stupid. And we're playing by the forest up tee. So like, in reality, I could be using fucking irons on all these, on most of the holes. But I'm still using a driver just to practice on driving um, the ball and hitting it straight. I think I sometimes just started using a three wood um, off the tee most of the holes but uh, you know they were so much fun so funny they were trying to show me how to golf you know flirting me up of course and uh, the one lady kept on saying you know if you stay because I told them that I didn't really stay up there and she's like if you would stay here you know like you would do so well with all the women and I was like she not only said that once but so many like three or four times I was like okay you know Thanks, I bet I wouldn't do too shabby. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up on the clientele. <laughs> I'm just joking. But, 
Yeah, so such a sweet woman, and the one older, um, shorter woman had harder eyesight, but she hit the ball so well. They both did. You know, the balls just go in like goddamn 30 yards off the tee, to be honest. But those women would just hit it nice and straight, get in their cart, go up, get their irons out, get that four iron, and get it to the freaking hole. And it was pretty cool to watch. And it was fun playing with them and cheering them on and having fun. The one, yo, I, I think that round I lost like five balls. I think neither of them, I think one of them lost one ball the whole time. And I'm just goddamn, because I would lose a ball on my drives. I wouldn't lose any ball on the iron, I don't think so. I say that, but I'm not certain. And, uh, and yeah, the one time the one lady hit a ball, and uh, I was by the pond, of course, looking for my ball. I see hers kind of start rolling around, like rolling right by my cart. So I see it. It's like, oh, going over the pond. So I start sprinting at it. And ironically, I was recording a video um, of all of us golfing that I was going to send to my ex. That's so weird to say. Damn. But, um, soiled it. <laughs> this guy, he said, I'm happy to tell a story, but then I brought up something sad. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I was recording this video to send to Lex, my ex. Damn, did that rhyme. Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, this is rough, girl. Yeah, so I was recording, and then... Uh, the ball was rolling, and I started sprinting after the ball because I saw it about to go in the pond. So I literally dove after it, caught it with my, like I, I kind of slid like I was going in a second and caught it on the back of my right heel because I wanted to like curl it in um, instead of kicking it towards the pond. Uh, and I got it. And then what's funny is I accidentally sent that video to Lex. She's like, what the fuck? I don't think I ever told her what that was of. Um, but yeah. Gosh, now that's just reminding me of when we were together. No more depressive pod, huh? Yeah, instead of the Taiwan on show, it's going to be the I'm a depressed single fuck podcast show. But, oh my God, they were so kind and sweet. Oh my gosh, they told me this one story of this woman that lived in this beautiful big home on, I think, one of the holes in the front nine. Gigantic house. Stupid. Uh, and this lady had type 1 diabetes and she was driving I don't know she was leaving the neighborhood going probably to I don't know what do old women go to home goods uh, she she was driving she was a type 1 diabetic that's a precursor for this story hence was <clears throat> rest in peace don't know who you are don't remember your name but your story is wild and I'm sorry that it happened to you and your family so I don't mean bad by messing around with this. But uh, yeah, so we're on this, one of the holes in the front nine, like I said, I'm about to tee off, right? And I asked um, like, hey, whose house that is? So yeah, she told me there was this one lady that, um, you know, she's no longer there. And she told me this story as, yeah, she's a type one diabetic and she was leaving the neighborhood. And she was leaving, uh, her insulin I think became too low and uh, whatever the name of that is that happened 
So she ended up passing out, dying in a car crash. And then a guy, like a, you know, just like a freaking local, I believe, just drove by and saw the crash and then went to go help her. So this guy runs on over to attend, has a heart attack and dies. Bah. So this is, like, I'm hearing this as I'm about to tee off. I'm just like swaying my arms. <laughs> you know, I was listening to this like, oh fuck, I just want to tee off. But then I'm mental, or I'm uh, invested in the story. And, and yeah, she was telling me this. <laughs> my first impression, I just started laughing because, you know, I'm terrible. I mean, when anything is very dark and bad, like, I cannot not laugh. This is why I love dark humor. Just when terrible things happen, all I can do is laugh. It's such a weird defense mechanism. But, um... Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this world? It's crazy that there's sometimes that there's no reasoning behind things. I don't think. I truly don't. I think some things just happen. And we only provide reasoning to it to make things not seem like, uh, this fucking shit's crazy. <laughs> But like what? Brother. Oh. And then I teed off slices straight to the right and hit a tree. So yeah, the story and the laughter didn't really help, but I think it was the depressive nature. Maybe the fact that I laughed at that story. She was like, you know, a ghost and moved my ball in the air. Because I hit that thing pretty straight. But whenever I open that right hand up just a little bit, brother, the ball fucking goes right. But yeah, that game is so addictive. Call. So addictive. So freaking addictive. But, yeah, do we have any articles for today? I'm kind of done with stories and philosophy. Let's see what I got here in my notes. I probably, of course, sent this article to Lexi. I did not, but my mom and I ironically looked at this today. Puts on the glasses. So this is from Stat. Boston University researchers testing a lab-made version of COVID virus strong government scrutiny. So let's just go through this. Um, so it did say like there's no evidence that the work performed under this biosecurity level three precaution, uh, which is what the Wuhan lab was supposed to be doing. But I think it's kind of consistent on that. But that's one other thing. Let's not get into it because I don't want this podcast getting flagged. Uh, but um, in fact, that this was approved by an internal biosafety review committee in Boston's Public Health Commission. The university said Monday night. I don't remember that, but okay. But let's figure out why this was happening. Uh, the research has been posted online as a preprint, meaning has not yet been pre peer reviewed. But not received a response by the time the article was published. In emailed comments, the university latter disputed the claims made by some media outlets that the work had created a more dangerous virus. Oh, here we go, some, some interesting details. The email from uh, Rochelle Lepaul Cavallario, 
Associate Vice President for Public Relations and Social Media, said that the work was not, as claimed, gain-of-function research, a term that refers to the manipulation of pathogens to make, more of them, uh, to make them more dangerous. In fact, this research made the virus replication less dangerous. The email stated, adding that the other research group have conducted similar research. The goal of the, oh, okay, so here's the goal of research. That's what I'm fucking looking for. The goal of the research was to uh, determine if the mutations in the Omicron spike protein were responsible for this variant's increased ability to evade the immunity to SARS-2 that humans have built up. Whether changes led to Omicron's lower rate of severity. Interesting. The testing actually showed, though, that the chimeric virus was more lethal to a type of lab mice than Omicron itself, killing 80% of the mice infected. Importantly, the original Wuhan strain killed 100% of the mice. Okay, so. It was more lethal than the Omicron, but it wasn't as lethal as the original Wuhan strain. The conclusion of the study is that mutations in the spike protein of the Omicron variant are responsible for the strain's ability to evade immunity. immunity. <laughs> That's a hard word, huh? Immunity people have built up via vaccination infections or both, but they are not responsible for the apparent decrease in severity of the Omicron viruses. Interesting. To be honest, my brain isn't ready to fathom that. So I don't really have much to add, but that, that's an article from stat.com. Uh, written by, who cares? But... That's pretty much the podcast, folks. This is the first episode of the Thai one-on show. We got, you know, Mike here. We actually got a new camera. Um, so I don't look as ugly on YouTube. Um, and we're going to get this thing rolling. Especially now that I'm completely single. A lot of time on my hands for the most part. As long as I can be secure mentally to be creative. You'll see a lot more of these. And I hope to be consistent and do some dope stories. And maybe have a better scenery back there at some point in time but thanks everyone for joining me on this sadly very sad day um but we're getting better uh, i can't wait to look back on this episode one day and see myself grow into a better man better person better businessman better partner um better athlete Maybe I'm not an athlete anymore. Maybe I'm just a looker. But whatever. It's better in general. Better family person. Uh, oh yeah, I'm an uncle now. <laughs> Throw that at that of a podcast. <laughs> oh, there's my defense mechanism when my uh, when I was told uh, I was gonna be an uncle just the other day. Brothers have a kid. And uh, my first response to my mom, because of course my mom told me, because everything funnels to my mom, to then me. Uh, 
I was like, I hesitated. And knowing me, because you know, I just want all the attention, right? You know, this isn't about me, so I have to make it about me. True comedian. Uh, and uh, I was like, damn. I'm gonna have to pay for a lot of plane tickets now, which really isn't that funny. The only fact that I think it's funny is just because it's not what you're supposed to say in that moment. I was like, congrats. Couldn't think of anything that was actually better that was kind of more funny besides just a blunt mean. Um, and which, that's the one thing I need to get better at with jokes. Maybe why my ex-girlfriend didn't think I was that funny. And probably most people. Because what I think is humorous is just like blunt mean, which that doesn't really make it funny. I'm only laughing because it's something you're not supposed to say. I don't really mean what I'm saying, but it's just the fact of what you're not supposed to, I think is funny. But maybe I should figure out how to actually be more funny about what I'm saying and how I'm going about it. Well, that's a podcast, folks. <laughs> uh, enjoy before I get more sad, at least on the camera. I'll do that off the camera. And um, peace, everyone. Keep tying one on. Love you all. And uh, later.